Hey, hey, welcome to Moments with Nderu podcast, a space where you will be inspired, encouraged, and uplifted. Wherever you're listening from, thank you so much. For those who are watching on YouTube, I truly appreciate. Do subscribe if this is your first time landing on this YouTube channel. So today's guest is an entrepreneur, textile designer, wife, mother, and my sister. Welcome on to the show, Nyateto. Yay, yay, yay. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Who is Nyateto? Nyateto? Nyateto has evolved over the years. She is um, a wife, a mother. I was a graphic designer, but I've evolved and morphed into a textile designer. Um, I have learned to pivot over the years. You can't just stay in one box, but learn to grow and morph into new things. I like that pivot. I've been that word has been playing in my mind and or in the spaces that I'm in. Pivot, pivot, pivot. What does pivoting mean to you? Pivoting to me is changing what is not working, trying something new, try a different direction, try a different method. It might just work. Yeah, it, just, it might just work. What if, don't hold yourself back. Um, how did you get to the point where you were a textile designer? You know, I know the backstory, but to the people who are listening or watching, how did you turn your, from graphic design to textile design? What is graphic design? What is textile design? To someone, it might be all the same thing, you know? It's just creating a design. You know, what's a design? Graphic design is... Lame man stands is logo design, business cards, poster design, magazine layouts. What we, we, our touch points for everyday life is what we see that is graphic design. Textile design is the graphics you see on clothes, like um, the African fabrics, um, the logos that you see on the Fendi bags. So how I came about textile design is, um, Graphic design wasn't giving me joy anymore. So I wanted to try something different. So I began this challenge of 100 days of um, designing. And after that, I was like, oh, I've never thought of doing pattern design or textile design. So that's how I started. That was way back in 2016. So it's taken me a long time to put all my designs in one place have my own website and start producing merchandise for sale. Nice. Tell us more. This merchandise that's for sale, what's the brand called? Oh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Tets and Knox, where we sell scarves like the one you're wearing on your head, um, shawls, and, and what? Faith-based cards. So you can all get that on my website. Nice. So Nyateto is a little girl. She's figuring herself out. Does she know that she likes art? Or how does she stumble upon art along the way? I have no idea. I think um, when I started school, when I went to high school, is when I realized um, art is an option. That up in primary school, it wasn't an option. But in high school, it was an option. So... From there, it just, I took it all the way. 
to my A-levels. And then you do, during my university, I did graphic design. You know, we live in a society where when they hear art, they're like, gosh, it doesn't pay. It's worthless. So how did you um, find the confidence and the courage to say, you know what, I don't care. This is art and I'm sticking to it. I think my parents encouraged me. And I think um, dad was familiar with the advertising world. So he knew I would get a job. He understood the whole advertising scene. So when I came back, I interned at one of the largest advertising agencies in Kenya. So that worked out. You know, following our passions is not easy. And you being a mother of two, how are you teaching your children to lean into the areas that they are strong or to find out what their, their passions are? Right now, they're quite still young. We don't know what their passions are yet. So right now, it's just to introduce everything and see what they like. And then now we can move forward with what they like. Yeah, they are pretty young. Vibrant, boisterous boys. They will yes. figure themselves out. So how do you find the balance? Wife, mother, entrepreneur, is there even a balance in it all? How do you find There's the no balance? balance? I think it's a lie. <laughs> There's no balance. Yeah. I think it's priorities. What are your priorities for this season? Yeah. Is it um, home life? Uh, wife, being a wife and then work? Because each season changes. It could be work is um, their priority, then the kids, then the husband. It keeps changing. But what is your priority? And pay attention to that. Okay, so now let's say now you figure the priority is the children. How do you encourage yourself to not get into that mindset of or thought of train of thought where, oh my gosh, I'm not doing the work, I'm not putting enough energy or effort there, or my peers are moving ahead in their careers. Oh my gosh, how, how do I find my center? I, uh, I still struggle with that. Of course, you still feel um, you're not moving and you're lagging behind. But I remind myself it's for a season. The kids have grown. They are growing soon. Soon they won't, they won't need me as much. Yeah. So that's my consolation. Nice. So for those who don't know, we have been in business, my sister and I, um, for 10 years. Our business is Nifty yeah. Works Plus Limited. So we combined our strengths or leveraged on our strengths, her being graphic design, myself being from the TV and film production. So how do you feel 10 years in business? How do you feel? It's been a long, long journey. Yes. You didn't you'd think you'd be a millionaire by now, but... Um, still coming still coming so what had what what kept you going throughout these 10 years of business i could also throw back the question to you what has kept you going these 10 years of business i think for me just knowing from a young age that i wanted to be in this space of tv and television and owning my own business so the fact that now it has been 10 years or when we started off it was like yes we're gonna get the deals Year two, year two comes and you're like, nothing. Year three, you're like, nothing. You're like, I got, did you, did you, did you say your own things today? Not hear you. 
So for me, just knowing that I'm fulfilling a childhood dream and just knowing that from the bottom of my heart, I want to see this um, business thrive and grow is something that has kept me going. And then also having such a role model in mom who was a pioneer in her own space and just seeing how she persevered. It wasn't easy, but just knowing that if she can do it, I can do it too. Yeah, I guess you said it is perseverance and we, we saw it in the house and it was modeled. So we knew, we knew the way forward. We knew the way forward. How is it being in business with your sibling? Being in business with my sibling is quite interesting because we, we learned how to work together using our strengths. Um, where I'm weak at, you're strong at. Where you're weak at, I'm strong at. So we've learned over the years not to step on each other's toes. We know what works and uh, we're on the same page. Where do you see Nifty in the next 10 years? Nifty in the next 10 years, um, right now we are pivoting to a new space. Um, we're looking forward to that, to see how big we can become and how many more people we can reach. Because um, it's a big project, a project that we need other people to embark on with us. Just to build up on that, what Yeteto is um, referring to is we recognize that now we are on the video on demand age where we are constantly watching things on the go. So imagine Netflix, Showmax, Disney Plus. So we want to enter that space as content distributors and also content producers where we have on our VOD platform content that's faith-driven, inspirational, uplifting, where the entire family can watch together, but at the same time, obviously catering to different age groups. So a youth can watch it, a child can watch, and also a parent or caregiver can watch alongside with the children. So as Nyatetwe is saying, it's big, but it's something that we are pursuing wholeheartedly. And it's important to stretch yourselves and come out from the comfort zone. So how do you ensure that you don't get stuck in your comfort zone? How do you ensure I don't get stuck in my comfort zone? I think I'm pushed out. I stay until I have to leave. <laughs> just pushed because what you used to do is not working. Yeah. It's not bringing you joy anymore. So you just have to take that leap of faith. I mean, usually just pushed out, push, push. You know, someone can be listening and wondering, who is this person pushing you out? Um, being, um, you being a woman of faith. So who's doing the pushing? God or circumstances or all, all of them? All the above. Circumstances, God, yourself, you're tired of being stuck. Yeah. So you have to step out. Yes, it's all the above. All the above. Cool. Do you have any questions for me? Mm, what made you decide to be in business with your sibling? Older sibling, I might add. <laughs> oh, what made me decide to do business with my older sibling? Well, who, um, you know, in hindsight, I, I, my answer would be who else? But when we were starting off, it's like, actually, they, maybe they could have, have, they could have been other um, options. 
But I think it was a more stable decision where it's someone that I have grown up with. I know you, um, someone who, if we needed to relay um, feedback or concerns, it's someone who I could reach out to quickly and easily vis-a-vis -vis trying to start it off with a friend or a stranger, and then you're trying to learn each other's strengths and weaknesses, trying to understand where the boundaries are, and then you don't want to step on each other on each other's toes. So for me, it was a, a stable choice, knowing that I know you, I know the our strengths and weaknesses, and also it's all about legacy, you know. Um, Toyota, for example, is a company that started off as a family business, but has grown over the years. And then now we just know it as Toyota, but it's actually a family business. So for me, my motivation is about legacy and building on generational wealth. What keeps you motivated when clients don't pay on time, the big accounts take long to come? What keeps you going? Oh dear, what keeps me going? Hey, I think for me, I've learned from the past. I think one of my major years of where things were just not adding up was 2015. As you're seeing, the big client was not coming in, yet you're having conversations with them. The contract is taking long. You call them. They are still saying it's not yet ready. And you're like, the bank account is saying otherwise. The bank account is saying otherwise. So for me, it was one day, I don't know if it was afternoon or evening, I just really broke down and I just said, you know what, God, I give up. Thanks. It's been real. Cheers, cheers, cheers. But then a still small voice just told me, do not give up. And I think it's something that I've held on to throughout the years that God is the one pushing me along, ordering my steps. He's the one who's strengthening me. And if that was a lowest point in my business um, journey and he himself has told me not to give up, then he knows that there's greater ahead. So what he's asking for me is just to take it one day at a time, to trust him and to keep on going. How does faith play a role in all of this? Because I think for me, sometimes when I look at it, I don't think I would be on this journey if, if God wasn't my anchor. Ah, I'd have said, do says, it's never that serious. Who, business, for what? It's not working. Bye. See you. Thanks. That's true. He's your source of uh, inspiration, comfort, and sit anchor because um, doing business is, is hard. Mm especially if you've been doing it this long and you've seen other businesses folding, um, it takes a toll on you mm. and your spouse and your children. God's the anchor. It truly is. For me now, I have this question. What is, what is the advice you needed but didn't get? Be it about marriage, life, or business. What piece of advice did you need but didn't get? It's okay to pivot. No, we, we, like I'll say for me, I was so stuck being, I'll be a graphic designer and I'll be the best graphic designer instead of, you can be other things. You don't have to be one thing. You don't need to box yourself. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to try new stuff. And all of them make you. 
into a better person. That makes sense. It makes sense. It all adds up. Because I was having a conversation with someone where they were saying that their friend was a radio presenter, but they were hanging on to that label, I'm a radio presenter, and this is all I can be. Yet, being a radio presenter, you're a communicator. So what else can you do? You can be a podcaster, you can enter TV, you know, you can enter the different um, areas within that industry, but don't hold on to being a radio presenter and this is all I can be. So yeah, I hear yes. you, yeah. For me, my, a piece of advice that I needed but didn't get is um, you will lose people along the way, not because they are bad or they're, they're wishing you ill, it's just because of your commitment to pursuing that goal or commitment to following that dream they, they won't understand why you're so committed or focused to that dream. Like, just chill. Like, it's never that serious, but because you're so committed and focused to that goal and getting to that dream or destination, that people just um, walk away from you because of not understanding or because maybe they feel that they don't want to be constantly reminded that they're not pursuing their dreams. What are your thoughts? I'd say you're growing as a person and being a business is not easy. So all your energies are on the business. Um, you'll be able to get to hang out as much with them. Yeah. Or you might not even have the means to hang out with them. You use that money to grow your business, to put it back in your business. So that's another challenge uh, business owners face in the young stages where your business now is a priority and everything else falls into the, into the background. Yes, I totally relate. So I'm gonna ask some random questions. We're switching gears. So whatever comes to mind, go for it. If you could interview anyone famous or interview, yeah, anyone famous, alive or passed away, who would you choose? I would choose Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, nice. Why her? And she she pivoted. She was a writer. She became a communicator. She was a lecturer. She wasn't afraid to be herself. Mm -hmm. I think that's what stands out for me. Nice. And if you could have $10 million right now, what would you use the $10 million for? Go buy me a ranch <laughs> and horses and, uh, and just leave there. And just leave there. Nice. Any random, nice. Any random questions you have for me? What did you do with that amount of money? $10 million. Hmm. Okay. Since we were on the thread of, you know, business, I would use some of it to reinvest into the business, but, um, Likewise, I think for me, I just like seeing land, you know, horizon, just, just take me somewhere where I can just buy land, so a ranch, but also I would use it to um, travel, see the world and just go to places that, you know, on the bucket list, but um, I haven't gotten there yet because of the resources and money. So yes, travel as well. Yeah. And in closing, any other final remarks for someone who is in business, 
they have a family and they're just wondering, will I make it? Will I make it? Keep going. Um, if you're stuck, talk to someone. There's no shame in asking for help. And if it's, if you can pivot, pivot. Not when it's too late, but now when you're thinking about it, discuss it with whoever you need to discuss and do it. Totally agree, pivoting. I think for us, I'll, I'll speak for myself, the pandemic really forced me to be like, Bodoni, what else can you do? And here I am three years on doing podcasting, but then also being in 10 years in business, you recognize I, something is feeling stale. There's, there's a stillness to all of this. The, the, the joy as you were saying has left, something needs to change. So it's so important to, to, to pivot, don't be scared. And also pivoting feels like starting afresh and that's okay. You're wiser. Mm -hmm. You do the, the mistakes that you did 10 years time or five years ago, you're wiser. Yeah, wiser, more experienced. And at least you know how to strike up new conversations with people in the network. You're not green in, in starting new conversations. Dear listeners, whatever you've picked up from this conversation, I hope you will apply it into your lives. If you have someone who's a business owner, entrepreneur in your life, be patient with them, be supportive, because this journey is not easy and it's not for the faint of heart. So until the next episode, continue being brave. Thank you.